listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Thursday evening for Friday's 11-game main slate. James recording here Thursday evening, just two games that we're currently watching. We have the Lakers versus 76ers going on right now at halftime. 76ers are up 54-48. Anthony Davis in the first half of this game, James. 23 points and five rebounds. No LeBron James tonight has what do they say knee soreness is that what that is significant because james as we pointed out just before we jumped live lakers have a back-to-back they're playing on friday here as well with anthony davis just coming back from injury and lebron james taking tonight off you have to assume at least i would think against charlotte that ad probably sits here and lebron is active no yeah it's definitely something to monitor also ad left briefly during thursday's game with a wrist injury. They were apparently going to evaluate him. The, the wrist looks fine. That he's scored 10 of 13 shooting. I think he's okay. But yeah, yeah, I think he's okay. But maybe he wakes up with some soreness. Plenty that could happen. But I do tend to agree LeBron and AD potentially out for Friday. But obviously remains to be seen. Nothing officially yet. Yeah, so we got 11 games. In terms of point spreads, I'm only seeing two, James. Do you have more than that? Yeah, I have six. Oh, well, good on you. Why don't we rattle them off for the folks at home? Uh, the Magic hosting the Pistons are giving two to Detroit, a 212 over under. Boston getting two on the road in Atlanta, 218 and a half total. The Clippers in the Heat, just a five and a half point spread, no total there. Portland, Houston, currently the creme de la creme in terms of Vegas spreads, is a 233. Portland, Despite all their front court troubles uh, and injuries, two point favorites on the road against Houston. The Pacers and Thunder are currently a pick. 217 and a half. Maybe DeMontis Sabonis will return to his old home uh, to the team that drafted him. We have the Bulls heading to the Spurs in a DeMar DeRozan revenge narrative. The night before, or the night after, he finds out he's an all star starter. Revenge narratives all over the place for DeMar DeRozan uh, yeah, this week. I love the the all-star snub. It, it almost makes me wish Dame Lillard was healthy because there's nobody that has the all-star snub revenge game better than Dame Lillard does. Right. And this one is actually the wholesome all-star story, right? Like he goes to a new team. Nobody thought he was going to be great. And he's just literally starting in the all-star game and has gotten like top six MVP consideration. Good on DeMar DeRozan. And then I just pointed out to you, Nick's Bucks is uh, the late night hammer at 10 p.m. Yes, thanks to ESPN. Bucks nine point favorites at home against the Knicks. 216 total. Probably the largest total the Knicks have been involved with in like all year long. 216, yeah, that is uh, that is extremely <laughs> For a Knicks game, I mean, we just saw 205 last game. Or, or 201? Was it like 201? Also... Just quick little, can we like balance out the slates a little bit? We got oh, nine right. games. You didn't like a two-game Thursday into an 11-game Friday? I mean, nine, was it nine or ten on Wednesday? Right? Uh, right? It was ten. ten yeah, there's three on games on Tuesday or four. No, no, here's the schedule. Listen to this weekly schedule for us, Monday through Friday. Four games Monday, nine games Tuesday, ten games Wednesday, two games Thursday, 11 games Friday. 
spread it out a little bit. The pepperoni doesn't just go on the the back end of the slice. Right. I remember you know? Wednesday. I remember. Well, that's actually a good idea. But I also remember that Wednesday was brutal because of all those blowouts that happened on Tuesday, and everybody was on a back to back. So they just sat everybody. So. Right. And and good idea. Did you just comment on a, the pepperoni being on the tail end of the pizza as a good idea? Well, I mean, pepperoni all over pizza is a good idea. Right. Just put it on one side, bake it into the bottom, put right, it everywhere. on top. Agreed. You know. The you only thing keep... I don't like, and I know this is, I think this is like a regional thing, but I've gotten pizza this way. I don't like the pizzas where they put the sauce, then the toppings, and then the cheese. I don't like the Who cheese on that? top of my toppings. Have you experienced this? No, that sounds awful. Yes, there's some places that do it that way. I'm I'm a well done pizza person. Like when I order my pizza, same John, I, same. I like it well done. So when I order like a pepperoni pizza, I want that crispy pepperoni, like on top of that pizza. So I get I've been to some places where they do the sauce and then they put the toppings and then they put the cheese on top of it, and you just don't get that crunch, that crispness, crispness on the the toppings there. Well done pizza to literal. To the moon. It's literally the best style of pizza, the only style of pizza that I accept. Yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you there. When I used to work in a pizza shop growing up, and I would make my own pizzas, I'd leave it in the oven, and people were like, oh, like we forgot to set a timer. I'm like, don't even touch it. I'll take it out <laughs> when it's ready. Trust me, I know what I'm looking for here. Yeah. So anyway, side topic here. Well done, pizza the only way. Pepperoni, my favorite topping. I, I like the spicy pepperoni too. If I can get a good spicy pepperoni, I'm all about it. Anyways, topic for another discussion, another time. We got 11 games to get into here, James. So why don't we just kick it off? Uh, with this being 11 games, we have all of the studs, right? A bunch of guys that we can pay up for. So we'll go across those as we hit the positions. But at the point guard spot, our top guy here is Trey Young at 10-6. He's going up against the Boston Celtics. Uh, Young, just 25 minutes in a game against Sacramento because it was a blowout the other night, but he still performed pretty well. You got Ja Moran at 10-3 going up against Utah. Morant himself, again, 64 fantasy points in a... 18-point win over San Antonio the other day. And then our boy DeJounte Murray sitting at that 10K tier, James. 52 fantasy points for him, 39 minutes in that Memphis game in just the blow. He had 47 fantasy points in just 24 minutes in Houston. They won that game by 30. So a uh, competitive game we're expecting here, home against Chicago. That's our 10K and above tier of guards. Yeah, I don't really have any interest at Trey at 10-6 with everyone back. The, yeah. the production has suffered because of it. Definitely can go back to Morant. I mean, when you look at who's in and who's out for Memphis, it's, you know, the same guys it was the other night. No Tyus, no Kyle Anderson, no Dylan Brooks, no... Um, they did get Bain, but it didn't matter. He played 33 minutes, and, and it was the John Morant show regardless. Utah also sneaky bad defense lately, John. They've been a bottom 10 defense this month. We already know there's no Rudy Gobert. There's potentially no Donovan Mitchell. He's questionable. So... I like Moran even at 10-3 in this matchup. We'll probably get him at lower roster ship. And then DeJounte right at the mark, 10K. They don't, they being Chicago, just really doesn't have anyone to guard him here. So he's going to cause problems for the Bulls. I I, I think there's another triple-double in the waiting in the wings. I'm definitely sure, down with He's got, what, three triple-doubles of the last five, and the two he didn't. He had double-doubles. One was a nine-rebound game. And then Houston, he had 19, 10, and five in 24 minutes. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I got, uh, yeah, he, I mean, and we're seeing in these triple doubles, he has 60, 70 point upside. Tier below them, at 9,300, we have SGA against the Pacers. Chris Paul, 9K against Minnesota. I know we don't like paying 9K for Chris Paul. Karis Levert, 8,800 going up against OKC, uh, coming off a tough game. 
against Charlotte there. Blowout, they lost by 30. They only played 20 minutes in that one. Yet Westbrook at 86 on the back-to-back. We have LaMelo at 84. Again, slate breaker. Slate yeah, breaker. 69 fantasy points the other night. So I think SGA is fine. We've talked about this a bunch. It's like he's good in bad matchups, and that's what this is in a game that, you know, is a pick 'em. So I, I, did I think it's a bonus could be active for this. Could game. be active. Yep. Could be active. Return a little revenge narrative for Sabonis because he played and was drafted by the Thunder. For Paul George. Uh, traded for Paul George, right? I do SGA. Um not going to play Chris Paul 9K. Probably not going to play Karis LeVert even off a bad game. Like, I, I was looking through this, and I, he's been really good, but not, like, the best upside. And especially if Sabonis is back, I don't think I'd get there. Run, but the price is definitely up on him now. Right. It, and I think that's really what it is. It's $8,800. He really has to play a flawless game in fantasy. And uh, can he? Sure. But less likely if Sabonis returns— and then I do, if LeBron or Davis or both sit, I would have interest in Russ at 86. I don't want to, but we're giving... I mean, even tonight, giving, with, no, with no Anthony Davis, he hasn't, he's not, like, blowing doors off, right? He's 9-4-3. and three. He's got a... Uh, I think he's up to three turnovers, four turnovers already now. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it's a... It's not, like... This is... We're obviously not getting the best version of him, but the numbers suggest otherwise. 1.3 fantasy points per minute without LeBron on the floor this year. It's... Just yep. ha- not having a great game. LaMelo is obviously, like, we've said it a-, a bunch. Like, he wasn't producing, but he's a tournament play. Like, he's that guy. He can break slates, and we saw it. Can he do it against the Lakers? Definitely can. He already did. Definitely. He had 70 fantasy points against them earlier in the year, so. Yeah. The steal numbers that he can have off of uh, Westbrook here in this game would right. be, uh, could be right there. I agree. He went for 25-16-11 in that game against L.A. Pretty good. Pretty wild. Under 8K, we have we have on a back-to-back here against Phoenix. We got Cade Cunningham, and I mean... Yeah. Six, you know, Slate Breaker, <laughs> he also had 69 fantasy points. Nice against Denver. 34-8-8, four blocks, two steals. But, like, the defensive numbers have been coming. The blocks, the last three games, 4-1-3, steals, 2-1-2, assists, 8-8-5, rebounds, 8-5-6. Since that, like, benching of his against Sacramento, he is, and he fouled out of that game, too. He has, he has been played pretty well. The fouls are still a little bit worrisome. Five in, at least five in three of the last four, but he's looking really good, and these were tough matchups. Utah, Denver, and Denver. I was actually going to point out, like, the one thing, the one like s- negative thing we could say about Cade has been the fouls. They've been like pretty consistent. He gets himself in foul trouble. He sells out for steals a lot. He's very like handsy, right? He like reaches a lot and he'll learn to not do that. But the offense has been tremendous and in really every category. So yeah, I can get behind Cade 7,700 against a very bad magic team. Yep, I agree with you there. Next tier down, we're looking at Drew Holiday against the Knicks. The three games for Holiday against the Knicks, not actually nothing really special for him in terms of production. Only averaging 28 minutes too, so there's probably some blowouts or maybe the injury game was involved in here. But 25 fantasy points out of him, but he did have 35 fantasy points the other night against Cleveland. And I'm oh, sorry, he had 23 fantasy points against Cleveland. He had 42 against Sacramento the game before that. He definitely has a little bit of upside in certain matchups. We know we like going up against the Knicks with opposing guards. I'm trying to think after that. I mean, I guess McCollum's at 73 against Houston. I think he'll probably be pretty popular here. Your boy, John. He went off. Call I Anthony. Know, well, 
I, I, right. But it's, do we, are we gonna, I mean, he's under 7k. So that's nice. But it's consistency, right? Are we going to see it again? That's what I got to know. Tournaments. Right. Play him in tournaments if you think he can. Like, I don't think he's the worst tournament play. My feelings, though, like, I don't generally like playing Cade Cunningham when Jalen Suggs, I mean, Cole Anthony, when Jalen Suggs is healthy. I'd rather just pivot to Kevin Porter at 6,400. Who's, unfortunately, only played 26 minutes because they lost by 30. He was assist shy of a double. Had, and also had five rebounds. Like, he's really playing well right now. I mean, four of the last five games, 34 more, 34 plus fantasy points. What do you think of Devontae Graham here with no Ingram again? No Ingram, Hart's questionable, right? The play is 5,200. He gets Denver. He had 41 fantasy points against the Pacers the other night. Devontae Graham, I like the price, and I, he works in tournaments for me. I mean, it's still, even when he's been this cheap and guys have been out, he's still very volatile, but I can get behind him for tournaments. Okay. Uh, any other value guys for you? Corey Joseph kind of w- by, fell by the wayside sure. with, I mean, it depends on who's in and who's out for the Pelicans, but if there's no harder Ingram, it's NAW. Yeah, that's I, true. I don't really know why he's $4,400. Well, the thing is, like, yeah, I guess if there's no hard and Ingram, right, right. I just think they you... start Temple, but if both of them are out, they'll have to start Temple and probably NAW. Yeah, yeah, like, I just don't understand the point even if they're questionable, like just make him $5,000 because this, if they both sit, this doesn't make you think about it. That just, you just plug and play NAW at 44. The uh, last three games here for DDV, 22, 24, 28 minutes. He's only $3,800. Yeah. I love it. The the one, one downside is that the Knicks are dreadful in terms of pace is then that's why we see the totals the way they are like this total is completely being thrown on Milwaukee's back. This has nothing to do with the Knicks and everything to do with the the Bucks. Anybody else here? I'm jumping out to you. I guess it's worth noting, John, that James Booknight has now played 29 and 22 minutes, and he's. I know they blow it's Indiana blowout, out. Blowouts. Here, he right? was playing, and I'll, I'll pull a popcorn machine just okay. to be sure. I, I want to confirm how many minutes we got. Popcorn Machine a little behind. They only have The last date they have is the 25th, but I can look out Boop Night. Played three, played nine, played 13 first half minutes against Toronto. Okay. And then played the final 12 minutes. He was in with the starters. It was him Cody Martin and well, I guess they didn't play Bridges at all in the fourth quarter of that game. Okay, so I guess it was a blowout in the Toronto game because they didn't play. Yeah, they're up huge in that game, or one yeah. way one okay. team was up big in that game. I remember that. Uh, let me backtrack then. If, if that's going to be the case, and if he's only getting blowout run, then I, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I think that's all that was there. Shooting guard. I mean, the game that Devin Booker had the other night is just. Yeah. I mean, he can, he's that type of player, but they're so few and far between. But the last two games now for him, 54 and 67, he went for 71 fantasy points against San Antonio five games ago. So three of the last five, we've approached ceiling games here for Devin Booker against Minnesota. He went for 47 fantasy points against them earlier this year. I know you're going to say no, but I mean, I don't know. Like he's playing at that level right now. I'm not going to define it. I'm not going to say. Definitely not, but because we've seen twice in the last five games, he's given us 67 and 71 fantasy points. So I'd be stupid to poo it. Right. But like you said, it's a it's sporadic. So 
you can if you want. Not my favorite price tag when we have a lot of other star power on the site. We got a Jalen Brown under 9K. Yeah, that's a good one. And a really good matchup because Atlanta has been a bottom five defense the entire month, really for most of the year. So, yeah, I, I can get behind Jalen for tournaments for it's sure. It's going to be either Brown or Tatum. One of them is pro- is going to go yeah. off. If you're making multiple lineups, play one of each and, yep. and, good, and good luck to you. Zach Levine, still 8,300. I got to play him, right? Got to gotta play him? Got to play him? I mean, you definitely think about it. If you, he is like firmly in your player pool, 46, 48 fantasy I mean, points, it's elite production. I mean, at 8,300, right? That's a guy we were paying yeah. over 9K for a while. No, nope. like, just not coming off the floor. Listen, I listen, and, and I'll say this to you now. We'll obviously have to see what the slate comes out. But if they're giving me four and a half assists for Zach Levine again, I'm going to play the over in prize picks. I did it the last two games. Yeah, right? I mean, like, last four... Last four games without Lonzo Ball, it's been... He's been killing it. He had it before halftime the other day. Please, prize picks, give me the four and a half again. Let's hammer that. Let's win some money. You got him and Edwards. We'll see how he happens to play tonight on the back-to-back, but 40 and nine against Portland. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He has these games, man. Like, he has these games where he looks every bit the best player from that draft class. Like, he has these games where he looks... There is no doubt he is the best player from that draft. You know what's great? And, and we've talked a lot about this in the past, especially with Justin French. Remember how bad some of those old NBA drafts were, where like mm-hmm. no talent was coming out of those drafts? These last three, four years, they've been loaded, like loaded yeah. up yeah. and down. Not even just like the one or two, oh, these guys headlined the draft class, like up and down the draft board is just like loaded with talent you mean andrea bargnani going one overall wasn't like a talented draft class john some would say that was probably a mistake <laughs> but you know when you but when we look back in this in five years all half these guys in the last the last two three years are just like the new generation of stars right. of the league like it's going to be I mean, we're already having fun watching it but yeah i mean that's just yeah, Edwards and Lamelo headlining last class. I mean, yeah, Cade and Mobley, and I mean, right. I still think Jalen Green's got upside. We've seen right. Duarte come through and play. There's so many rookies this year. Giddy, yeah, there's a lot of good. No, they're special. No, there's the last few years have been just special. Exactly. So yeah, so Edwards, of course, at 79. Now again, it's Phoenix, so you know, figure that out if you want. T Rose. The only thing that stopped me from getting T Rosier props lately have been blowouts, but that's been the killer. I mean, he hit the assist for us against Toronto, but he only played 29 minutes. Only 28 minutes. Didn't play that all in the fourth against the Pacers. He fell two assists shy of the number we were looking for there. Look at the, they against Atlanta, they lost by 20. Against Toronto, they lost by 12, but it was a blowout for most of that. And then they beat the Pacers by 30. We're not getting, even against OKC, 30-point game. So we're not getting the 40-minute rosier that we had for most of the season because the last four games have all been blowouts one way or the other. This Lakers game, I... I don't know. Do you think the Lakers case play a competitive <laughs> basketball game here? Second night of a back-to-back on the road? I don't know. I've tweeted this earlier in the year. There is no team that wins more games than the Hornets that also is involved in as many blowouts as they are. Like, there's no winning team that may like potentially either gets blown the F out or blows another team out as much as the Hornets. So yeah. I'm honestly just Moving forward, I've kind of made this up in my mind. Like, I'm only using them in tournaments, period. That's it. Yeah. I just, I don't want to use these guys in cash. So if you want to get to Rosier in tournaments, I think that's fine. I, look, if the Lakers are at full strength, they're obviously a competitive basketball team. Right. Right? We just don't know if they're going to be. Dave, with Davis on a back-to-back and LeBron already with a bum knee, so. 
I mean, they're not slowing Davis down. He hasn't even sat in the third quarter yet. He's already up to 27 minutes. So yeah, he. I mean, he either they're doing this because he feels good and they need him because every game at this point really matters for the Lakers and, and for Frank Vogel, cause he's going to lose his job if he <laughs> keeps losing or they know he's not going to play tomorrow. And they're just like, all right, get out there. Just yeah, whatever you need to do. Like you're not playing tomorrow. Exactly. So we'll see. We pay, I briefly passed across him at point guard because he's point guard shooting guard, but $7,300 for CJM against Houston. That's like their ceiling potential, like 45, 50 maybe even fantasy points i think in this matchup so he's gonna be one of my favorite players on the board and they're having like serious problem with their front court so i expect mccollum's rebounds to like he's gonna have these like pop games where he had the 10 rebounds against toronto the other day did you see that um, even elby is questionable to play now like yeah, they're, they're, they're so shorthanded yeah they're screwed um Little, little's out for the year out for Covington the year missed the other day i don't know how so the Covington thing is wild. He has like a sprained MCL. Yeah. And is questionable. Is he Francis Ngannou? Yeah. Like, is he fighting on a torn MCL? Like, yeah, how Francis, is he yeah, I tore my MCL. I sprained my ACL. Yeah, you just won the heavyweight <laughs> title. <laughs> like, how's he going to play basketball? Russell, not the sidetrack, but he had to wrestle because he had no knee to throw punches. So True. That's touche. Touche. <laughs> I just don't. Like, CJM73 is just a, a steal. It's against Houston, too. Oh, give me that. That's a ceiling game waiting to happen, for sure. And we, I didn't mention him, but Anthony Simmons the same way. Yep. Like, those two guys and Nurkic, like, you can maybe play all three tomorrow. Like, usually we say play three value guys. You could probably play three Portland guys and at the prices that they're at. And in this matchup against Houston, you'll probably hit a bingo. I'm in 68, lowest we've seen him since Lillard's been out. Tyler Hero came back against the Knicks, played 33 minutes, 34 fantasy points at 66. He's now cheaper. He's 64. And I said this the other day when we talked about it, 6,600 was the cheapest he had been in like almost all season, right? Like, and, and now he's 64. I mean, he's been under 6,400 like three times this year. Now you're getting him against a Clippers team, which I imagine is going to lose by 50 here, but yeah, it's... he's going to get that run. Like he plays those games. I kind of like Hero here. I, I like Hero here too. 6,400, the Clippers are just decimated with personal issues and injuries and co like it's going to be bad without Kyle Lowry active it's interesting too Butler questionable Butler questionable Lowry out right so here at 64 would even be a bigger lock oh it'd be a lock yeah it would he would be like one of the first what three people you put in your lineup so (laughs) pretty much uh Duarte below them at 64 I know the price is bumping up on him and maybe Sabonis returning but it is a good matchup against the Thunder so uh, I'm willing to kind of throw him out there. We've talked Simons and McCollum and all them. Norm Powell is 61, you know, 34 fantasy points out of him. He had nine rebounds, James. You know why? Because yep. they have nobody else. Yeah, yeah, because Tony Snell's out there playing 30 minutes and just just. <laughs> well, that's right. Runs. That's actually a great point, right? Mister Zero, the 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 track team all star of the NBA. When Tony Snell's playing 30 minutes doing nothing, <laughs> he's not Everyone's... even clapping his hands. There's a lot of times you talk about guys who like stand in the corner and clap their hands. Tony's doing the wave off. No, like, I don't want the ball. Kick it around. Like, I, would love to, I wish NBA touches was a stat. I mean, I know usage is a stat, but NBA touches is a stat. Like, I wonder how many times Tony Snell physically touches a basketball during an NBA game. I'm sure, I'm sure NBA.com has it. I'm sure we could probably find that. We could probably find that number. We could probably find that, yeah. See how many times Tony Snell physically touches a basket during a game. Not included, not included in shoot around or uh, in warm ups. Halftime, 
if the ball boy accidentally throws it in his direction. Yeah, that's not. Uh, just for not. reference, this season when on the floor, Tony Snell has an 8% usage rate. James has an 8% usage rate for Portland this year. <laughs> hasn't even played for them. I haven't even played a minute, but I've taken as many shots as Tony Snell. Has an 8% usage rate. I so mean, yeah, Norm. Yeah, Norm. Double threat with uh, everyone out. Right. So anyways, uh, sorry, tangent. It's a, it's a late night. It's a long podcast. We got a lot of things to go to. So yeah, he's there. Bane at 61 against Utah is going to be in play. Jalen Suggs bounced back. Everybody's kind of in on him last game against the Clippers. He played 35 minutes. So we talked about Cole Anthony getting all the shine there. Uh, I think at 61, you could take a shot going up against Detroit. It should be a pretty good matchup for him. Forever cash game viable. Derek White is against Chicago. I'm fine with going at $6,100 as well. I'm not in on AO, but what do you think? He's still playing 38 minutes. I, he just has these games where we saw he can explode and break a slate, and then we saw that he can break your lineups. So it's a, your tournament play if there's ever a tournament play. It's fine for tournaments, but it's not something that I'm like running to get to. All right, under 6K, then where are the good names that stand out to you? Amir Coffee's one for me. Uh, Will Barton at 5,500 yeah. also. Yep, definitely it, Will Barton. It's just far too... Definitely Coffee too. I didn't mean to just... But he's... Yeah, definitely coffee, too. And I guess it, everybody's out for the Miami. Max Struss. Yep. Yeah, I think Struss is a Butler thing. I mean, I, who else? They ruled somebody else out. I saw uh, they ruled both Morris brothers missing this game, by the way. Just throw that out there. Uh, they play, they're supposed to play each other. Neither are. They'll sit in the stands next to one another. So. Yeah, they'll sit in it. True. Which is which. Yeah, Struss would be fine. No one else is Butler questionable, and I didn't see anyone else. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine uh, for tournaments. Canard. Yeah, Canard and Mann, I think. I, Terrence Mann was 3,700. Is he only small forward? Oh, wow, they moved it. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, Canard, Canard for sure. Okay, and we talked DDV already at 38. I'm trying to see who else would possibly be popping. Duncan Robinson, John, has shot the ball extremely well the last three games. Two straight of being at home. Right. Road Rob turning it around. I don't five or more threes in three straight 19 plus actual in three straight okay still 4300 it's just something like again we we know he like even the splits even with these two games suggest he's terrible at home but they were worse and the last two games at home kind of like maybe he's finally settling in yep all right small forward uh lbj is 11-2 against charlotte we're always looking looking to play that Charlotte's a good matchup for them. That's fine. Tatum at 10-1, though. I mean... I like the Brown price way better. He's hit 16 threes over the last two games. He but did yeah. not play the fourth. He didn't even play the fourth. Now, it is worth mentioning. Right. Him and Brown both went for 50, and they neither of them touched the floor in the fourth. Right, right. They were up. By, they won that game by 50. So Yeah, well, you, you guys blew it because you should have won by 60. Yeah. Uh, Tatum does have a 57-point fantasy game against Atlanta already this season. Let's see. Did Jalen Brown play in that game? Nope. He did not. Did not play in that game. Again, 10-1. Tatum's playing on another level right now. If you want to go in that direction, again, play one Brown, one Tatum, make two laps. Buckets, if he's active against the Clippers, I'm in at 87. That one yep. works for me. Middleton at 84. Eh, I'd rather play Levine. Yeah, a little, little too expensive. Yeah. Uh, definitely probably where I would rather go there. Talking on Edwards. Would you play RJ at all at 74? It's a good pace spot. Tough matchup, though. Like, Middleton defense, Giannis defense, potentially, BV defense. It's a, it, He has a lot of tough guys, tough assignments here. 7,400 is not my favorite price. So I, it, I'd probably pass here. More mid-tier guys. Boyan is at 67. 
Clearly, clearly the broken finger probably shouldn't be playing. Three of sure, 13. Well, I'll say this. Donnie Mitch may come back for this game, right? True. Yep. Donnie Mitch might be back and, and Bojan has a broken finger. So definitely, yeah. I forgot about the broken finger because he, there's no injury status next to him. So it threw me off. He's just playing through a broken, yeah, just playing through <laughs> a broken finger. If Josh Hart's active, we can go Josh Hart. He's questionable. Yep. Uh, not, not, not shying really too far away from that one. I'm trying to think. What do you think about Sadiq? I don't have interest over 6K. Okay. Like, I, I, liked, I like what we've seen in spots, but it's just not consistent. It's a good matchup. So if you want to play him because it's a good matchup, sure. He's been pretty good against him. He's averaged 29 fantasy points in two meetings. But with Cade just kind of like being like the guy for them, I just he's kind of taking a backseat. Uh, we talked about Franz Wagner. I told you all he was too cheap, right? He's been too cheap. 5,300 was too cheap for him. 34 and 40 the last two games. He's up to 56. I still feel like still feel like that price is off a little bit. And he's going up against Detroit here. I, I don't have any... Listen, he's fine playing against with Carter and Bamba. Like, those aren't, like, deterrents for him. So, 21 points. Cole Anthony had a huge game. Suggs is back. Like, he's just a good player. So Another... Another rookie from this class. Another rookie from this class that just, people are just like... I mean, I know he got that, like, he got the rub on the NBA Twitter when everyone was hurt or COVID, but forgetting about him. Right. Forget about Franz, because everyone loves Mobley and everyone loves Cade. It's, hey, guys, I've been pretty good all year. He has been pretty good all year. Let's see, DeAndre Hunter against Boston? Eh. Yeah, again, 17 minutes, everyone's back. Right. So Bogdan Bogdan's back. Capella's playing minutes, so he loses run at the four because Collins... But you're trading is... Reddish for the, and not playing Hunter? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying... I know you're, like, Hunter's number one stand. Also, like... The dude was the number four overall pick in that draft, man. He was also hurt. Don't forget. He I also know. entered that game hurt, and they were winning by like 20, 30 in that game. So, like, he didn't need... They didn't, like, need to push him. So, he could be back to 30 minutes here. Okay. Cam J, our boy, still 40. I say still, he was 43 the other day, but he was 46 a couple slates before that. They already ruled out J and all that group. So Yeah, they ruled out everyone. So, yeah, yeah go right back to the well. Playing 38 minutes. 5K Cam Johnson, we're in. Hell, yeah. 38 minutes Cam Johnson, too. Like, yep. lock and load. Even. Let's see. Anybody else stick out to you here? I mean... Terrence, man, he yeah, yeah, played yeah. 27 minutes, but, like, he's $4,000. What do we he's make of Vassell? Was he just getting run because of blowouts here, you think? No, he played 30 minutes. It was a close game. He could. I mean, he's been good. He's been on the glass, getting on the glass, scoring the basketball. Another first-round pick from last year. The last pick of the first round last year. All right. I think that's, well, actually, I was going to say, what do you think Ben Mack plays here? He played 22 minutes, but they, they, well, have, they have nobody. Well, they could literally, and now you said Ellaby's now. Yeah, Ellaby's not questionable. Question. So if he doesn't play, they might just default play a small. Houston plays Jayshon Tate at power forward, who's six five. Right. They could just play Powell at power forward, right? Like they might have to. If Bob Cub doesn't play, who the hell's playing? Tony Snell played twenty eight minutes, did nothing. They're like Ben McLemore is gonna play twenty something minutes. Roster? McGriff. No, didn't resign, so he's gone. Greg Brown played on the twenty sixth. He played seven minutes the other night. Greg Brown, right. I guess, at three K. I mean, I'm not saying I play, guess. but yeah, I'm just I mean, saying if they have nobody else. He only um, played seven minutes in a game they lost by twenty. So, so here's here was their bench rotation. You ready? Yeah. They played three starters, thirty six minutes. Nurkic played thirty one. Snell played 29. Ellaby played 20. Macklemore played 22. Watford, Trendon Watford played 20. Okay. Or 19. 
Greg Brown played seven, and Kelgen Blevins played four. So if you take out 20 minutes from Ellaby, maybe Watford, he is, what is he on? He is a center only. So I guess that's maybe, he seems maybe more poised to back Nurkic out. He's a backup. He's Brown, I guess. Well, what what's Ellaby? What is even Ellaby's position? Ellaby is a shooting guard? Ellaby is a only. No, he's been kind of playing i don't have it on i don't have it okay. yeah they're down they're they don't have the 26th updated on popcorn machine okay they have the 25th which i could pull up because they played a back-to-back lb sub lb didn't even play that okay so here you go lb didn't play that game john but nasir little did played 29 minutes lb lb entered for powell yesterday first okay quarter. okay Dennis Smith Jr. also didn't play yesterday. That's something that might that's factor huge. in. Yeah, that's huge for sure. So if Dennis Smith Jr. plays, he probably takes away from Ben Mack, probably takes away from just every like just a couple minutes here and there. I don't think we would on like an eleven game slate, I don't think we would need to yeah, we're, we're touch spending a lot of time talking about guys on Portland who aren't gonna play. So that's good that's a good call out by you there. THT maybe if guys don't play on this back to back, thirty six hundred. Yeah, THT, yeah. And same goes for, like, we didn't mention Monk, but if guys don't play, we can go Monk, too. Yep, I agree with you there. All right, let's go on over to the power forward position here. We got Giannis at 11-8 against He's averaging 50 fantasy points in three games against them. Could have a returning Sabonis at 10-4. Eh. Randall's no. at 92. Eh, not really there. No. Uh, DDR against San Antonio at 85. Yeah, I mean, we I talked about it, right? It's, this is the week of This is the week of DeMar Revenge. Right. He just got the he just got the call that he's starting in the All Star game. He's going back to the team he just spent the last few years with. He's gonna put on a show. He scored twenty nine against Toronto, fourth straight game. He scored twenty nine or more. Eighty five is a good price for him considering he was nine K plus. So that's probably where I'd start my power forward. Again, we tell you this every say. You can play Giannis if you want. Fine. I don't love the pace. I think there's a reason why fifty one fantasy points per game against the Knicks. It's just slow it's drawn out it's like not the best place to use somebody so right. you um, like you like bridges here against the lakers yeah man he's been good 7600 is a cheap price for him yeah he's been really good lately let's see so the last five games he's been up over 8k he was 76 on the 17th and he was 8k 75 74 over the last six seven games he's over eight over this price in six of them so uh, a little bit of value coming back here uh, below it's probably helping that cause because he hasn't been able to play a full amount of run but you know he, uh, we know the ceiling that he can have for sure in this matchup yeah 7600 is a good value i just saw a note jeremy grant cleared protocol yeah and i also saw that he practiced today okay so do i think he plays no definitely something to monitor though because <laughs> true uh, if he's active though i can't i don't want to trust the, the minutes no those. but it just takes everything away from everyone else because yeah. jeremy grant literally has specified that he does not want to go to a team where he's not the number one or two option in a trip so like he's yeah like he's not taking a back roll a back seat or he thinks he's not taking a back seat to anyone which means everyone involved in this detroit situation as long as he's there it's about to be a nightmare triple j had a really good game the other night uh, utah here for him at 67 i think that's fine gpp only of course yep. 
because you never really know what goes on there. Wendell Carter, again, another GBP play, fouled out in 31 minutes against the Clippers in that game. 11 and 9 for him. He had a couple good games prior to that. He's at 6,700 for him. And then after that, again, it's kind of a bunch of nothing for me. I mean, I don't think, but two, you can go there, I guess. In 22 nah. minutes, though, it's eh. I'd rather play Tate in a tournament, like sure. game environment, plus who the hell is Portland starting in the front court. Right. I guess we'll I see think, what happens with Vanderbilt tonight. Yeah, uh, man. Eight minutes he's, lately. Back to giving you defense. Yeah, right but I mean, the defense, he's just, he's nuts. He's just, like, long and lanky. Like, he just causes so many problems in the passing lanes. We need to start taking, well, we've been talking about it, but we should really drive home the Keldon Johnson thing here. Still 5,100, right? Yeah, 33 the other night, 27, 28, 26. It's giving you a 5 to 6x return at 5K. I think that's you know, a pretty safe spot. And what did we talk about the other day, James? Against power forwards, the Chicago's last in, in points allowed. Yeah, last in points allowed. And Kelvin's scoring points right now. Right. Uh, 16 or more in three straight. The be- I think the best part is 36 minutes and 16 shot attempts last game. That's great. That's exactly what we another want. Another first and, rounder from last year. Right. And another first rounder from last year. And that was a, a back-to-back, by the way. Right. 30, 36 minutes on a back-to-back. So have to feel good about Keldon going forward. Uh, Herbie Jones can always be in consideration. Just sure. keeps playing a bunch of minutes. And then Ingram being out helps that cause. Uh, Mello, I guess if, if people are out on the back-to-back, I mean, I don't know. There's always risk with him on the back-to-back here as well. But, you know, 4,400, and he can still be a bucket every now and then. Uh, worth looking at. But after that, again, I don't know. I don't really see a ton down here. What did yeah. Obi play 21 for? Is that just, is he in the rotation now? Or There's been a lot of talk within the Knicks beat writers and stuff about like they, the Knicks need to start holding Julius Randle accountable because he stunk and Thibodeau just continues to play him. And every time Toppins steps on the floor, he's like plus 10, plus 7. But he's getting 11, 12 minutes. So I think Thibodeau is probably just realizing that they need to play him. Uh, Again, lottery pick from last year. So maybe we'll see. Maybe we will see extended run from Obi Toppin. I'm not, like, thrilled about the play going up against Giannis. But, you know, if he's going to... If we do get word from Thibodeau that there's going to be some type of extended run, then I'm interested. Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well here. All right, let's go to center. We have Jokic against the Pelicans at 12-6. What am I going to do? He's, he's, yeah, I mean, he's a top Yeah, he's the top spend of the slate every slate. Right, exactly. 72 fantasy points in this matchup earlier this year. Just another, uh, another, another walk in the park. Yeah, another big another day for him. We talked about Giannis. Anthony Davis, I have to imagine, won't play. Um Right now, though, he has 29 points and 10 boards in 27 minutes. If he does, John, if he does, 10K against the Hornets, and he's starting, he's their starting center. I know. I would have to hear that there's no limitation. No, I don't even need to hear it anymore. It's, it's, pardon my French, it is bullshit. (laughs) There's no such thing. That's This is his second game back, and you just mentioned 27 minutes, right? There is eight minutes left in the third, He's or in the fourth. He's not coming out of this game, which means he went from 24 minutes to likely, <laughs> un- unless there is a blowout, 35, 36, 37 minutes, right? Well, it was a knee, too. Like He's, he is. He just made he, another shot. He's bringing, bringing he him back. Plays, he's at 31 and 11 right now. I mean. I, I can't imagine he sits tomorrow, but it's Anthony Davis. He's built of you know, he's made of glass. We know this. Well, wouldn't that be the case? Like, AD plays, LeBron sits again. Hurt. 
And well, 10 minutes in, like we had tonight, he goes to the locker room with some torn fingernail or something like that. And he's <laughs> well, how about, this? how about this then? We call it a tournament play if he's in and sure. move on. Because we like... Th- there's no denying this is a great spot. There's no denying if there's no LeBron under 10K, Anthony Davis stands out. Right. That's true. That's her. Vucevic, 96 against San Antonio. Too expensive for me. Okay. Towns against Biombo at 90. This is interesting. Definitely interesting. The scoring is the last few games. It's been a little down, but I don't think Biombo is going to be able to chase him around the perimeter. I don't think Biombo is going to really cause that many problems for town. So I'm interested at 9,500. Our 82 and 8K, respectively, would do not have a good game in this first match. Only eight points is 4-15 shooting. Did pull down 15 rebounds, though. Uh, Nurkic, as we've talked about, they don't have many other options here. So he played 31 minutes in that Dallas game. It was a little bit of a blowout there. They lost by 20. Could have been a reason that they were preserving him. He, he himself played 29 minutes in the first meeting, had 12 and 9. But again, they're just missing so many bodies. I lean Nurkic over. Would, would you play either of them at their price, though? Yeah, Nurk. And I, I, to your point, John, like the Dallas game was the second leg of a back-to-back, too. So they were yeah. losing by 20, had played 32 minutes before the night before, they just can't risk anybody else getting hurt. They just, they can't. They don't have the able bodies to begin with. So I do more than I like Christian Wood. But 233 total, we've seen, I've seen this for two weeks straight. These games that are opening at 233, we're going to look at like noon tomorrow. It's going to be like 235. Right. Then we're going to look, it's going to be three o'clock and it's going to balloon up to 236 and a half or 235 and a half. So yeah. I expect a lot of people to bet the over. I expect a lot of points to be scored, too. So I do have interest in both. I lean Nurkic, though. Okay, under them, I mean, if Butler also sits out, you had Bam at 75 against the Clippers. Yeah, lock and load. That's probably, the if you're not paying up, you're probably playing Bam here. Bam is, I've been saying this for a couple of years, and I'm not the only one saying it. He is one of the best passing bigs in the NBA. But when you have Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and, like, these guys, he's not always going to show that. Well, 11 assists last game showed that. And it wouldn't shock me to see the offense just flow through him again. Obviously, we want more points. But if he can give you 40 fantasy points or near 40 fantasy points with a six, imagine what he does when he gets you 20. Right, exactly. Uh, Whiteside played a bunch of minutes the other night. As long as Gobert is still out of the lineup, I think he's, he's always yeah, he's in out. And he's Yeah, he's ruled out too, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's always going to be in consideration here. Bobby Poe against the Knicks. Again, he was fine the other night. I think he's another guy that you can always just kind of throw in to cons- into com- some consideration. Yaka Pertle's in that same range for me. Big game out of him the other night. 46 fantasy points. He had 49 two games prior. Uh, he's going to be battling out it with Vucevic. Uh, and then Goga. I mean, I don't know why they're not. I mean, I know why. It was a blowout. <laughs> but, I mean, like, he's been super productive. So, yeah. 6,300, I think we can, that whole tier right there is pretty strong. Well, what do you make of Goga if Sabonis is back? Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I think he's, they, they would, in all likelihood, they would start Sabonis at center. Yeah, that's what they were doing before. So I would be out on Goga if Sabonis did play. We'll see if he does, because nothing's official. And you probably throw Biombo in that tier as well. 5,800. Towns defense, right? Like, I just throw him in there. Yeah, that's fine. Biombo's in there. Mitch Robb, any interest there against Milwaukee? I don't like the... I don't love 5,700. Like, we need almost 30 fantasy points out of Mitch Robb. He was playing minutes. He got it hurt against the Clippers. Played 29 against Miami. I know the the four shots. He's not a high-volume shooter, but 
That's fine. I can I can I can I can agree with you on that one. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Anybody else sticking out to you? I mean, not really for me, value wise. Like, I guess Adams maybe forty seven. Yeah, but not that twenty eight minutes is bad. But he was playing thirty. He played thirty two, thirty four without Clark, and sure. then Clark comes back, and obviously he's gonna take minutes because Clark is in the rotation. It's fine. They like, keep you know, playing Plumley, even they, with Washington. They are, they are playing. I don't know why. They, like, closed with Plumley in a 40-point game the other day over, over Washington. I was losing my mind because, of course, I played P.J. Washington. I don't hate it. Like, I was going to suggest Trey Lyles, but Plumley's minutes has been more secure than Lyles. Plus, has. Grant is back. Yeah. Kelly O was questionable. I know he's in protocol, but is he out of protocol? Oh, that's a good that's a good point. That's a really good point. He is... It doesn't say, but that was five days ago. So. so he could theoretically come out of... Right. So I guess that remains to be seen. I guess if there's no Grant, no Kelly O, I don't hate like either Stewart or Lyles, but like we know Stewart has a negative floor. So that's probably it though for center for me. Anybody else for you? Robinson Earl, two three, two of three games, has twenty seven plus fantasy points. Derek Favors already rolled out. They Not did play like. Jalen Smith nineteen minutes, by the way. They had they I mean we we weren't okay. sure. But they had no, I mean, they had to have a backup for Beyonce. They have to have a backup. So he played 19 minutes, huh? Yeah. Okay. 3,400. Let me ask you this then. Is this a, is this game a possibility that Towns puts Biombo in foul trouble? Definitely. Okay. Then if you think that, he, I mean, he also could put Jalen Smith in foul trouble. Okay, we, like... Yeah, we've seen Jalen Smith do the same thing. But I don't know. 11 games late. If he gives you 21 fantasy points at 3,400, by no means is your lineup dead. That's a, actually a very good fantasy score. Yeah. I don't hate it. I knowing agree. that there's, knowing that there's, I think it's a good call because I, you, we both know that there's potential for more. If Biombo gets in foul trouble, which obviously Carl Anthony Towns is a very skilled offensive player, maybe Smith plays 23, four minutes. And then I mean, in, in 19 minutes, he had 8.7 rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. Right. Well, I mean, there's definitely a possibility that he, with a couple extra minutes, puts up 25, 26 fantasy points. Right. So 3,400 Jalen Smith against Minnesota, I think, is a dark throw. Tournaments uh, only. Tournaments only, for sure. If you're making 20 lineups, maybe he makes one, right? Maybe he makes two. 3,400, you need a punt play on this. You kind of just YOLO some Jalen Smith. It's a good matchup. Minnesota defensively, their front court. Yeah, at least in the past, the Towns has been exploitable. Yeah, he's bad. Def- no, he's bad defensively for sure. Yeah. All right, so that wraps it up then. That's a look. I'll be on the playbook. So you're listening to this. A lot of the takes that we're giving now will certainly be in that playbook. James, what are you what are you pl- uh, doing tomorrow? Well, yes, sir. All right. So James will be the valuable. I'll be on the playbook. If you have any questions, you know where to find us on Discord and on Twitter. For now, we'll catch you guys later.